Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Radio presents Reality Check, where you'll get your weekly dose of reality with your host, Jeremy. Good evening, folks, and welcome to a special edition of Cheap Pop Radio presents Reality Check. I'm your host, Jeremy. Going to be joined by Real World Skeleton Star, Violetta. She'll be joining us live right here at 9 o'clock. Make sure you stick around. Have a question, make sure you call in 646-478-5714 for your chance to ask Violetta anything. Make sure you tune in for that at 9 o'clock. As I said, it is Reality Check, presented by Cheap Pop Radio. But folks, we're going to sit back, take it easy a little bit. Make sure you stick around for Violetta at 9 o'clock. But right now... He's not the Bruno you're expecting on the real world. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson with Uptown Bump right here on Cheap Pop Radio. Stick around. Violetta live at 9 o'clock right here. This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpiece. Silent, violent, living it up in the city. Got sucks on with Saint Laurent.
with Uptown Funk, folks. Thanks for joining us on a special edition of Cheap Pop Radio. Make sure you stick around. At 9 o'clock, we're going to be joined by Violetta from MTV Real World Skeletons, which you can catch every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock. Make sure when we wrap up the interview this evening, you check them out. 10 o'clock on MTV. That's Real World Skeletons. But folks, sit back, take a listen to Buddy Allen and Ed Sheeran with All About It right here on Reality Check Cheap Pop Radio. Cause I got souls and I won't quit and your dad don't like it when I talk my shit cause I'm all about it baby. I'm all about it baby. Staying up late just to pass the time and your pants don't like it when you act Just a singer with a game plan I'll play guitar, no need to worry about my Drake hand 80,000 people in front of the stage dam Waiting for the sun to shine just to rock these rave bands I just wanna leak shit Not literally leak shit Wanna push the music through the speakers Double shot blasting in the back of the pub My mate Jason at the bar screaming Who wants what? Now, please be warned That every song I feature on Has capacity to be reborn I said that anything can happen when I pick up a pen But now I'm all about love, so won't you Backpack on my back on public transport to a guy type Now I'm in the limelight, trying to get my mind right Body clock is in the clouds, so often guess it's high time Hoodie sing the line like I got I won't quit And your dad don't like it when I talk my shit Cause I'm all about it, baby I hardly blame them Cause I got soul Country folk, sit back, take a listen to your boy, the B-Man, 
Blake Shelton, right here on Cheap Pop Radio Presents Reality Check. Stick around for Violetta live at 9 o'clock, right here on Cheap Pop Radio. The honky tonk, where they boot stomp all night. What? Right. Yeah, I want to call work a digging in the dirt. Gotta get it in the ground for the rain come down to get paid to get the girl and your four wheel drive. Yeah, the four is round here, drinking that ice cold beer, talking about girls, talking about trucks, running them red dirt rolls out, kicking up dust. The Check us out each and every week right here. Cheap Pop Radio presents Reality Check. Get your weekly dose of reality. If you've missed some of our past shows, make sure you go back, take a listen. Uh, if you're a fan of Big Brother, we had a. If, if you're a fan of Big Brother, we've had Bunky from season two. We had Judd. We had the most recent season. We had Derek on the show, the winner of Big Brother 16. We had the runner up, Cody. And what a show. We we had Christine. We had uh, Victoria. We had our country boy over here from North Carolina. Man, what a show we've had. From Real World Skeletons, we've had Nico. We've had Jason. We've had Tony. We've had Sylvia. We have Bruno. Tonight we have Violetta. Only one we're missing is Madison. And as you know, we work on bringing you the best here each and every week on Cheap Pop Radio Presents Reality Check. Reality Check. Make sure you listen to us. Thanks for joining us tonight right here live at 9 o'clock, 15 minutes away. Well, like I mentioned, we're going to be joined by... All the people in the house, put them on. 
Real World Skeleton Star. Violetta will be joining us live right here, 9 o'clock. Less than 14 minutes away now, folks. 14 minutes away. You make sure you have a question. You call in. 646-478-5714. That is 646-478-5714. You have a question for Violetta. You call in. You ask her. Right here tonight on Cheap Pop Radio Presents Reality Check. Stick around. Let's take a listen to the number one song in the country. That's right. In the country, it is Nick Jonas with Jealous. Right here on Cheap Pop Radio Presents Reality Check. Stick around. 9 o'clock. Violetta, Real World Skeleton. Right here. This is the artist formerly known as John Morrison, currently known as Johnny Mundo, coming at you through the airwaves to remind you to get out of your mind. Seriously, go get your asses in shape. You know you think about it. You know you want to. Make this time right now the time that you actually follow through. Go to www.ooymfitness to find out how you can change your life right now. This 
is the Wednesday Night Delight of Johnny Mundo, the artist formerly known as John Morrison, and you're listening to J-Mac, Sexy Monkey, and Troy on Cheap Pop Radio.
all but gone and my memory fades And the crowds don't remember my name When my hands don't play the strings the same way mm, I know you will still love me the same Cause honey your soul could never grow Join me in welcoming tonight's guest, 
which is a star on MTV World World Skeletons. You can catch it every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. on MTV. Please join me in welcoming Violetta. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. I've got to be honest with you. I was scared to death I was going to butcher the name. My, my southern southern accent, I was waiting to, I was waiting to screw it up. It's okay. As long as you don't call me Violetta, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> I would have just hung up and blocked your number and been like, this is over. Oh, well, you know, we wouldn't be the first time. I have that effect on women for some reason. But luckily, I <laughs> Having I them block your number? <laughs> well, I hung up on. So oh, okay. I get that off. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, been looking forward to this one. You've had quite the season on Skeletons this year. Uh, what a twist! And uh, last week's show, we seen it. They Bruno kind of broke it out. Jason broke it out to everybody there. Tell us where you stand right now. How's your health? I'm great, actually. I'm at, at about 112 pounds right now. So I'm about what was it, six pounds heavier than I was on the show. But I'm I'm healthy. I work out a lot. I haven't actually gone to the gym this week, but for the most part, it's it's definitely. You know, nice to have people like Sylvia and my friends back home always on my side. Um, how do you feel that – has that affected you at all since the airing of the show? Have you had people reach out to you that you didn't really expect or anything like that? You know, what's been really crazy is the messages and the emails that I've received, and it has been incredible. Like – I probably I try to answer as much as I can, but just I've I have a lot of things going on in my life right now, and February is a really busy month for me. So for me to like keep up with my social working as well as well as my personal accounts and school and work, it's been a little overwhelming. But when I do actually get a chance to reply back to my DMs, I mean I've heard the most touching stories and people. It's really crazy how much people really can't connect. Um, it's it's definitely a lot different of a vibe than I've gotten since the beginning of the airing of the show. But I don't. I just it. I was scared that people were gonna see me as a victim, and instead of seeing me as a victim, they see me more as like someone they can ask advice for, which is initially exactly what I wanted. And that's awesome. Like you said, the season. It's I explained it last week when when I had Jason on the show. It was such a roller coaster. This year, you've had the ups, and it started off slow, but then it hit the peak, and it's been up and down, up and down every week since. Uh, obviously, we know the twist with the skeletons. How do you feel they did with the editing on yours? Do you feel when they had Jessica and Tia come in that they showed what they needed to, or could they have showed more? Honestly, um, yes and no. It, it's everything that they showed for me was pretty on point. They did, I mean, there was, like, a day that I did not speak to Jessica at all because what they didn't show is after they came into the house, um, they showed me the videos of what they said about me. And that, like, set me off for a minute. But to tell you the truth, I mean, since the show and everything has aired, I'm actually uh, friends with Jessica now. Her and I, like, after the show end up talking and connecting and, you know, we still have our problems, but she stayed true to exactly what she said to me on the show. She, you know, has been completely genuine with being an honest person to me. And she's, she's fucking funny, I'm not going to lie. Like, her and I, her sense of humor is really, really, like, kind of brutal. So I, it's it's quite amazing. Does that one surprise you more that you that you actually grew closer to Jessica over to you? I'm a Tia and I still aren't really. We we I saw her actually last week and we were cordial towards each other the first time. But her and I had a uh, we actually had an incident in Tampa about a month after filming, and it just has uh, definitely not helped us progress in forgiving each other whatsoever. And I guess that that's what's cool about this season. You really don't know what to expect, and you don't know who to expect for each person. But you kind of made it clear going on early in the first, I think, at episode maybe two, that you got the call back, I guess, from home, that rumors were going around somebody was coming out. Did production try to get you to keep that hush-hush at all when no, you got that? No, production 
I think they don't. I think they didn't want to say anything because I don't think they wanted us to, you know, feed off of it. I don't think they wanted to, you know, confirm or deny it. It was more of like the panic of is it, you know, is it really happening? And when it started happening, I mean, they didn't show you, but when T and Jessica got to the house, it was one thirty in the morning. It wasn't like nine o'clock at night, and it, it was actually after the worst day of work I've ever had. Like, I literally got off work, came home, had a horrible day, and they showed up. And I was, it, I mean, it could have not, it could have literally not been in place at a better timing. That's, and like you said, we don't see that on TV. They give us like a day, two days, or something like that, but they don't give us like a time frame, which I think would be nice. Obviously, our time's going to be different and everything with just with the air of the show, but I would like a little time stamp here and there just so when we know what happened, we have an idea. Uh, well, I did have – go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I'll tell you right afterwards. Uh, I was going to say we had, when we had Sylvia on, she had said that there was one night the house stayed up to the point where production said, will you please go to bed talking about vampire diaries? And she said that was way – up late, and just stuff like that I wish that we would get to see more of with the timestamp type stuff. Um, so we get to watch the episode a day in advance, you know, uh, usually not always, but sometimes we do. And I'm really hoping they show the bloopers that they show left on ours because the, the, we got in so much trouble with how bad we – like. Our producers after the show were like, "You are hands down the worst season with interacting with staff, because we they. I mean, I I'm notorious for it. I would whenever I would drink, since I didn't have a cell phone drunk dial, I would get on our bat phone, and bat phone goes directly to our producers, and I would get on there and just like say the most obscene things to whoever would answer, and it got to a point where they would just like pick up and hang up and like just stop answering for like hours. <laughs> you know, I was just like. <laughs> They're like in um, they're like flickered the lights on us. If because uh, okay, if you notice when we're wearing our necklaces, as everyone likes to call them, friendship necklaces. Those are actually microphones, and we have to wear those so people can be recording what we're saying. So Sylvie and I, we we always get would get in trouble because I literally would go to sleep looking at her and wake up talking to her, or, or still looking but talking to her. Like I mean. I still talk to her every single day, and um, her and I would try to whisper because we didn't, we would try to talk but not, like, have people hear us. But there was a, literally a microphone in the wall that we slept in, so they would pick up when we were talking, and when they would ring the bat phone, well, eventually we stopped answering the bat phone because we didn't want to, you know, get in trouble. So then they would mess with us and start flickering the kind of like doing the whole um, poltergeist thing on us and I was just like come on guys but um you unless you're I mean I can literally if if this ever happens where I sit down with someone and watch the series I could tell you exactly when and what time events happen by what I'm wearing because throughout the season I never wore the same outfit twice so every single time I go out I always wore something different and I and even like the only time I wore daytime clothing was like sometimes the same because that's just daytime clothing, but I could tell on what time of or what month it was by what I was wearing because I could actually be like, okay, this was after this event because we were shopping here. So ah, that's, uh, yeah, never wore the same outfit twice. That's impressive. That's a little fun fact right there. Yeah, I mean. Um, Another fun fact, and everyone would always give me shit for, would always give, like, uh, Sylvia and I shit for us not including Madison in our little clique, which we always did. Madison was always with us. Actually, the first day, the black dress she's wearing is mine. So, like, we always were sharing each other's stuff and always, like, with each other, and, like, our fights were, you know, they were dramatic, but 95% of the time we got along. So... It was just like, you know, the 1% that they chose to edit. That's, now, you'd mentioned the, the necklaces. So that was, that mm-hmm. was the microphone. Those are microphones. So, and, oh, I'm, I'm disappointed sorry, in Jason. I'm disappointed in Jason. Last week we actually had a caller call in and ask him. 
And he said, oh, no, those are friendship necklaces that we all bought for one another. No, so. they, they, they are friendship <laughs> necklaces. They, they, they binded us together. What's the whole uh, Lord of the Rings quote? It's like one ring to rule them all, except it's mm-hmm. one one microphone that we all had to wear to rule us. No, um, we got it because one day we were at a bar and this girl was like trying to hit on one of my guy friends and, and it was, she was like, oh my gosh, you guys have such cute necklaces. Are they friendship <laughs> necklaces? And all of us just looked at each other and just started busting out laughing. Wow. And then one of my, and my girlfriend said the same thing one time and I was like, oh my goodness, they're friendship necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those things when when you you said friendship necklace and you said microphone I was thinking so because that was the exact wording that he used so it just kind of made me stop and think um, real quick on this when you first arrived to the house what was the first thing that you wanted to do when you seen the house um I wanted honestly I wanted to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you I go. Came in, I came in there, and um, I'm, I don't like people touching me, and, like, Sylvia, like, runs up and hugs me, and everyone else kind of, like, is like, oh, my gosh, hi, and, like, hugs me. And I, and I, in general, do not like people touching me at all. So that, like, overwhelmness of, like, hospitality and, you know, kindness, I just, like, felt so awkward with, so I just, like, wanted to step outside. And... <laughs> After I got through all that awkwardness, uh, the next one I wanted I wanted to claim rooms. I'm, I'm I, I personally think my room, Sylvia and my room was the best room. I mean, Tony yeah. and Bruno and Nicole might have had fun together, but like Sylvia and my room was like hands down in my opinion the best room. Now, Always you'd mentioned you were you were a clean freak, cleaning everything. Sylvia had mentioned no, the I same wasn't. thing. Oh, no? <laughs> no. Sylvia's a clean freak, and she rubbed off on me. She actually made my bed every single morning. Every single morning, she would make my bed. And every night when I would be drunk, she would make me ramen noodles. Like Wow. Yeah. Friendship nice. goals right there. <laughs> now, she had mentioned that she had cleaned the laundry room every day, and she had no idea Tony had hooked up in there. And she said that had that made her just feel so disgusting. After she found out, she said she had no idea until she actually watched that episode that that happened. Uh, the, let's see, right after Tony hooked up with one of his exes in, in, the, okay, in the laundry Elizabeth. room. I can't remember which one it was. It was hell. It was Elizabeth. Had, I remember. Yeah, okay. And she said that she had cleaned that right after that that morning. And she said, that's where she does her laundry. She said, why would anybody do that? And it was just one of those. <laughs> And I, I guess it's kind of neat because I, I would have thought that you all would have known what went on and more in the house, but I guess with how big it is and everything that's going on, you don't see everything. And she said she had no idea that took place till she actually watched it on the episode. We actually, like, we in general kind of all were not always together. Even though we lived together, we always had our own kind of agenda. Sylvia and I w- would be always together and Madison would be with us and then uh, Bruno and Jason and Tony and all, and all the, you know, Nicole would be together. Nicole and never really hung out with the girls. Like, she hung out with us as a group, but rarely did she come on our, like, little girl, girls' nights out. We had a few, but not too many. It, was, it really was, like, we were the Pretty Cat Gang, and they were the Wolf Pack, and we, you know, divided there. Uh, do you mind if we take if we take a couple of live callers? Oh, Absolutely. Let's take one real quick. Area code 440, you're on the show. Hi, my name is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Um, so I'm also um, Russian, and I was wondering if you grew up in a Russian community as well. I was born in Sassol, Moldova, and I lived there for five years. And my family is Russian, but I wasn't raised, like, very traditionally. I grew up around a Russian community, absolutely, but I, I'm 110% Americanized. Totally. I, I definitely understand that. That's kind of how I was, too. But um, within the communities I was raised in, there was so much scrutiny and um, judging. And I wanted to know if you had that same kind of um, effect within, like, your family and your family friends and your community. 
because I was always judged, like, how come I'm not as skinny as my mom's friends, or how come I'm not as smart as them, you know? So I was wondering oh, if that ever happened to you. Oh, are you referencing to the whole entire why aren't you like my daughter kind of thing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, my mom was definitely 110% always behind me. She never, like, she she was never in any way negative towards me. But some of the people I was friends with, I their parents would definitely be like, hey, why aren't you like this or why don't you do that? I'm very familiar with it. Um, it's just my mom was always really positive in my life. Um, I definitely 110% understand the scrutiny of it because every single Russian mother wants her daughter to, you know, either marry a lawyer or a doctor and have, like, a college degree and have five kids and be, like, a daughter and, like, literally have her own career before the age of 21. Definitely. That's how, that's, cause that's how our parents were, kind of. Yeah. So I, I definitely understand that. But um, I'm in Florida, so, like, the more traditional family members, yes, they were like that. But my family is not, like, my family kind of just hangs out. Like, my mom does, like, a Russian, used to do a Russian newspaper. Like, she's very involved. I'm just not. Like, if, if I speak Russian, I have a really heavy American accent in it. So people, like, make fun of me. They're like, they're like, what are you saying? I'm, and I'm like, can you pass me the potatoes? And they're like, oh, you want to go fix your car? I'm like, no, I did not say that. <laughs> my Russian Rachel. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Rachel, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Uh, If production approached you asking for your Mm -hmm. input on next season for a twist, what would you tell them? Ooh. That's hard. (laughs) It's the journalism. Hard hitting questions. That's got to bring it to to the front. You know what? I would do um, the twist would be past members moving into the house and hit them with some old school. Yeah, like you know they would move into you know like maybe go back to the original New York and like you know have the whole entire thing. But when they because we if you notice we didn't go on a trip. We didn't go, like, we didn't, I never knew that there used to be trips in the past, and I kind of feel cheated that they didn't, like, take us to the Bahamas, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it for what it is. But um, I would do, like, something like original cast members or, like, popular cast members, like, you know, um, uh, Nani, I believe, is a person, right? Mm-hmm. I think, and, like, her, her, like, you know, like, people, like, from, like, you know, extremely popular challenge players and have them be thrown in the house. Because so I, I think, like, especially if... Because I never watched the show. Like, everyone else in the house did. And I feel like oh, some of the some of the people are kind of idolized. Like, you know, I think, like, someone that was from a past season, if they came on, it would be kind of funny and kind of just, like, fucking with their shit. Definitely. You, kind of, you could actually kind of do, like, a sabotage and just have the production in their ear telling them to do this and do that to set up the house for different things. They never, honestly, they never, nothing was scripted. The way that they do edit things, I've definitely been upset with a few outcomes, but, you know, the situations did happen. But the only thing, the only way they manipulated us is we had no control over the lights and we had no control over the air. So we would always make jokes that during the summer they would turn the air uh, up so it would be hot so we would get out of bed. And then they w- and then for us to fall asleep, they would turn the air down because it would get cold. And then the whole light situation was weird because I would like, I remember specifically one morning I was, I was brutally hungover. It was like one of my worst mornings. And I think it might have been right after my birthday to tell you the truth. And I like, woke up, all the lights in the house, and that's how I knew everyone was asleep, all the lights in the house were off. And I, like, tiptoed into the bathroom, and I, and I, you know, I thought I was so quick. So I'm in the bathroom, and I'm just viciously vomiting, and I creak the door open, like, just a little smidge bit, and I look out, and I look out, and there's no camera, because, I mean, the second that you're out of bed, there's a camera crew next to you. So I look, I, like, peeked out, and there's no camera crew whatsoever. So I'm like, awesome, all the lights are off. So I'm viciously vomiting for another, like, 10 minutes. And I'm, I, like, 
swing the door open because I'm just, like, satisfied with not, you know, like, feeling a little bit better. And I swing the door open, and, and like, everyone's there just, like, with this stupid smirk on their face. I remember who it was. It was, um, he was one of my favorite gingers. He, he was one that was, like, videotaping. I was just like, really, guys? Really? Like, you fucking caught me, <laughs> you assholes. Uh, it was, like, little things like that. They always they always saw us. We always thought that we were, we always tried to be so sneaky. We were not sneaky, ever. Like, they always caught on to us. And that's one thing Tony had said, that a production had given you all phones when you all went out. And he said that he had found the glitch in there to where he was able to listen to music out there on the, I guess, on the patio. He said he pulled up iTunes or something. He said that they had always bitch at him and make him bring the phone to him eventually. So yeah, they like they, they eventually stopped giving us that phone. It was the one with the blue and so there's one with blue and the silver case. I do recall those. We we had no music. I mean like it was incredible. <laughs> the entertainment factor of what we had to do to entertain ourselves was I don't know. I like I, I can't even explain it. I I I have there's a, there's definitely a reason why we were so dramatical. Like, if we were just a few times... Dramatical, I know, isn't a real word. I know someone's correcting me right now that's listening to this, but it is because I made it a real world. A real real word. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> real world. Real word. It's like the same thing. One letter off. It's You know, it happens, right? Have have we seen your wildest moment yet in on the show? Yeah, for the mo- oh man, um, they haven't aired my my birthday weekend, uh, Madison and I's birthday weekend, so I I really can't say that my wildest okay. moments are gone. But <laughs> I definitely think like the first episode was the first episode, and like one after that was the worst because. I, it, it, after that, it just like no one really cared. <laughs> now, I, I've asked some of the guests in the past. I've asked them to sum up the rest of the season in three words. What, how would you describe the rest of the season in three words? Uh, oh man, I should have prepared myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, here, I'll, oh, okay. I'll give you their answers. Okay. I got it. I okay. This is dedicated to J- this is dedicated to Jason, Nicole, uh, Sylvia, Tony, and Madison, and Bruno, and they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If I could dedicate the rest of the season it, in three words, it would be so many dicks. <laughs> that's that's a first. That's a first. We've from Tony. We had a lot of tears. Okay. That's how he described it. Bruno was holy effing hell. Sylvia's was mind fucking blown. <laughs> and now we've got yours. <laughs> so what was Jason's? Jason's his was like, oh my god. I don't think he really understood the question. <laughs> god love him. It was well, you, when you go from talking about wheels on the bus to three mm-hmm. words to describe the rest of the season on the real world. I guess I can see where you get kind of <laughs> kind of mixed up in the emotions there, going from talking about your daughter and Will's on the bus to three worlds to sum up the rest of what we're going to see. But his yeah, was, minus so many dicks, and that's definitely that is definitely like a crew and people that were there, like that were involved with us, like our um, coworkers. If if I said it to them, they don't know exactly what I'm talking about. And I, I hope to God they show like the clips of us doing it, but it, it's just it's just an ongoing like joke. <laughs> now, has have they reached out to you for the reunion yet or anything? Um, yes and no. I I well I'm actually not allowed to talk about that. Okay. But That's I, cool. we're yeah, we're really hoping that honestly, I don't think they can sum up what happened on the show in the next six episodes or how I think it's only six episodes are left. I really don't because it's just they they hardly summed up our first month. Like they they did not like they did not show a lot of stuff that I wish they did. 
So we should definitely see an episode of the shit they should have shown. Yeah, they should just show the blue. They should show the bloopers of like the times that they fucking ran into walls or the um. Okay, if you look on if you look on the stairwell stairwell spiral staircase, if you look at the very top, there's these two notches on the entrance, and there they the second no yeah the second day that we moved in, they installed a doggy door and they actually blocked off the spiral staircase from us after a certain hour because I almost fell down it twice and wow. other situations. But due to them not being able to, you know, move around as much, they had to take the doggy door out. But for, like, a solid week, we had a doggy door inside of the house. It was fucking hilarious. That is awesome. Doggy That's gate, awesome. I should say. <laughs> Uh, if you don't mind, I'll take one more call, then I'll wrap it up and let you let you get back to your Tuesday night. Awesome, sounds good. Area code five eight six, you're on the show. Hi. Hello, you're on the show. Hi. Um. Yeah. Hi. I love you, Violetta. Thank you, dude. Hello. Is. Hello. Well. I'm okay. Sorry, I can't hear you. He's got love for um, you. That's we'll run with that. <laughs> I don't know. I have like five more. I have I have like fifteen more people to call back. I ended up making a Instagram post, being like, "I'll call you guys back," and everyone gave me shit for it. So the next day, after seeing it and promising people I'd call them back, I like I told them after fifty comments I would call them. So I've called like I think fifteen or twenty people already, and I have to like call the other. Uh, the rest of the people before the cutoff because I was like, I'll call you guys back. So I've been like Damn. calling, uh, I've been calling people that post their number on my Instagram for like the past two days. <laughs> wow. Well, let me ask you this. It's completely off topic. What's your mm-hmm. must-see TV show? I love Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. That's that's not. See, everybody else was Vampire Diaries. So I was waiting. I hate to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Bruno, Bruno loves on it. Oh, that's, Bruno convinced see, that's everyone what... in the house and that he was yeah. on Vampire Diaries. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, can I get your autograph? And the producers would call him and be like, hey, do you mind signing a few pictures for some of the girls here? <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, Sylvia mentioned that too. So she completely blew his cover on that so that he had the house convinced for about an hour before production called and said, okay, go to bed. <laughs> so... Just curious of that. What's your guilty pleasure song? Ooh. Um, it's by Coleman Hell, and it's uh, Monster with Two Heads. I think is the name of it. Monster with Two Heads. That's the song that just puts you in that mindset and just makes you forget everything. It, it definitely is the one song that I, like, can repeatedly... I played it for an hour and a half the other day, like, on repeat. <laughs> or Meek Mills, or when I go running, Meek Mills, you kill him. I, like, it pumps me up so well, like, when I go running. I love it. Now, tell tell the listeners where they can follow you at on Instagram and Twitter. So on Twitter, it's... I'm pretty sure it's V Millerman, which is my last name, V... M I L E R N A N. Um, I think yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you find me. And then on Instagram, it's my name frontwards and then backwards. It's V I O L E T T A A T T E L O I V. Wow. See, yeah. I'm, I'm a big Instagram person. I just can't get into the Instagram for some reason. I don't know. I guess it. I tried it, and I just hated the way they forced you on the pictures on how you could only show so much of the picture. That was I just agree with that. I, I hated that. <laughs> but if, uh, if they sent us the phones of how many selfies that we all took, like there was a, they, everyone would get so mad in the house because I would take like 50 selfies and it would just back up our computer and make it so slow. And there's just be pictures of me in like different face positions. <laughs> That's I, I truly appreciate you coming on the show. I like you said. I it sounds like you've been busy calling back people for the last two days. So I want to thank you for giving us some time to do that. And I do have one last thing. I forgot my wife actually 
how did you get away? Uh, how did production get away without you wearing a bra for so long? Without having more lip slips than what they did? How, how did this? <laughs> Jason said. Go ahead. When he he said, if you could only see what I've seen, <laughs> he said you would appreciate it. But <laughs> I just it, that was the question she had, and production was my question. Did they ever say anything to you about that? They actually, um, <laughs> I noticed one day when because we had to go behind a door to get our um, things like uh, our microphones and everything put on us, and they actually started making us wear like body like body. Um, wrap things and to put put it on because I ref, I literally refused to wear it and they they would never tell me to put one I mean they would kind of suggest it like hey it'd be kind of easier if you wear a bra but I would just try, I would just be difficult and be like no nah, it's okay I don't need to and I just I, I'm I'm very fortunate to not have like really big boobs so if I don't wear a bra it's not like I'm offending anyone it's not like you're you know hanging down to my belly button they're just kind of there hanging out saying hello occasionally making an appearance. <laughs> Like, luckily, the production catches that and, like, you know, blurps it out or whatever it's called, beeps it yeah. out. <laughs> but that, I think they just... secretly enjoyed it. I think they secretly yeah. were like, yeah. <laughs> and one thing, I meant to ask Jason this, too. I'm going to ask you this. Did that bed that they show up there next to the computer, the I guess the, the rocking bed, did mm-hmm. that thing get more action than what it appeared on the show? I mean, sleep-wise, yeah, we all definitely slept in it. And um, there, I had to the time that I woke up naked in it. But aside from that, like, there, you cannot, no, that thing, like, was sketchy. <laughs> it was, was, it was just... dirty, but it was, but you had a feeling that if something bad happened on it, something bad happened on it. I mean, they don't show any of the hookups. Like, by this time in the house, people have gone down with a couple of different people, and it was, I'm very surprised at, like, the lack of hookups they've showed. And that was one thing I did ask, since I hate to keep keep going on this. Oh, it's uh, okay. I'm not busy. I did ask everybody else, who had the most hookups in the house? Who do you think, had, or in your eyes, who had the most hookups? I want to see where your answer is compared Ooh, to theirs. Torn, be- torn between Nicole and Jason, for sure. <laughs> and... Jason was the leader, and and everything that I've heard. Nicole was the second name mentioned, but according to Sylvia, she didn't know really how to judge Nicole's hookups, so she said yeah. she would just throw in a she said she didn't really know what's considered a hookup for Nicole, so she said yeah. she would just throw Nicole's name in. <laughs> yeah, actually, Sylvia and I are the only ones on the show that didn't didn't hook up with anyone. We we made out with like a few people, but nothing ever went farther than that. And she mentioned that last week. She said there's two prudes in the house, and she'd let us find out later on in the season. <laughs> so there we go. That's She said you could take your guess on it. And uh, so there we go. I want to thank you for coming on the show. I know I kept you a little bit longer. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Um, any side projects or anything you have coming up? Um, yeah, actually, after last week's episode, um, I've decided to make a bracelet and profits. Uh, about 10% profits are going to go towards um, an organization like either half of us or something working towards helping build a better body image for younger girls. And the my prototype bracelet will probably be out in the next week. And about next to that, the only other thing I've been doing is just, you know, hanging out, going to school, working, picking up, uh, picking, picking up like minor modeling things, just kind of enjoying life as it comes. There you go. And just so keep up on your social media for the bracelets. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I'll have them posted on Instagram within a week. There you go, folks. Make sure you check it out. Good cause regardless. If you like it, if you don't like it, get it. It's a good cause. It's only going to help somebody. Uh, thank you again for coming on the show. I truly wish you the best of luck and everything coming up in the future for you. And glad to hear you're doing well health-wise. And can't wait to see more of the show tonight on MTV. It's a good one tonight. It's pretty. It's pretty humorous. <laughs> that, see, we need it. That, like I said, it's the roller coaster. One week it's all emotional and, and seriousness, and you need you need the you need the humor. So, I, this week is definitely more of the humor, in my opinion. Good. We need it. We need it. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank, thank you so you. much for having me. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Best of luck in everything, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Violetta. Bye. Thank you.
Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for joining us right here on Cheap Pop Radio Reality Check with the one and only Violetta right here, Real World MTV Skeletons. Check it out every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock. Make sure you check out tonight's episode, the newest episode, and join us each and every week. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Pop Radio, all one word. Find out all your entertainment needs right here, and make sure you find out who the next guest is. Tune in to, at Twitter at Cheap Pop Radio. Thank you again to Violetta for joining us right here on Cheap Pop Radio. I'm Jeremy, and thank you for listening to a very special episode of Reality Check. Have a great rest of the evening. MTV Roll Roll Skeleton, 10 p.m. MTV. Radio presents Reality Check, where you'll get your weekly dose of reality with your host, Jeremy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.